Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. This is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Thursday, it was hot, 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 hot in the first hour because Paulie was calling out reporters. He wants wants to place a bet that Brady goes back to New England. And uh, the reason why we stumbled upon this, the Brady buzz at the Combine. ESPN's Jeff Darlington on Get Up. I'm now at the point where I would be stunned if Tom Brady went back to New England. Also, a couple other reports Patriots still have not reached out to Tom Brady, according to a source. Quote, it's not looking good. And then the strong buzz in Indy this week is Tom Brady won't return to the Patriots, will be first domino to fall in QB musical chairs. Welcome to the program. Already in progress. Fritzy, who's not here today, he's at home, still still on the mend. But he did reach out to Jeff Darlington to see if he wanted to take Paulie up on the bet for $1,000. Or just come on and talk about the buzz around Tom Brady. We checked with Vegas to see if any of these so-called, they're not reports, it's just an opinion. The buzz is, I'm hearing that. And I said to McLovin, check with Vegas and see what Vegas says about Tom Brady's odds. The Patriots are still the odds on favor to keep Tom Brady. Then you have uh, the Raiders in there and the Titans in there. And that's about it. You know, I thought the Chargers would be an interesting play. You know, Tom and Giselle having the family in Los Angeles, and he'd be able to play for them as they move into a new stadium. And they do have a lot of weapons there, but according to Vegas, and maybe somebody comes in and surprises us like the Broncos did with Peyton Manning. But if I was a betting man, I'd still say New England, because if I'm Tom Brady, it's it's not about, hey, I want respect, and I want you to pay me $30 million a year. If he wants respect, then he would want $40 million a year. $30 million, that seems to be a bargain if you're going to get Tom Brady in there. But it feels like the Patriots are looking at a one plus one, maybe a two-year deal. Maybe the Raiders are going to reach out and give them a three-year deal. Maybe the Titans come in there with Mike Vrabel. Yeah, see. So let's say that uh, the Patriots camp, uh, excuse me, Tom Brady's camp did release that information, right? Mm-hmm. And they sort of started all of this where yeah. the Patriots haven't reached out to them. Yeah. If this is really just like a big game of chicken, who do you like, the Patriots or Brady? Who's got the most leverage? Well, I need to know what the backup plan is for New England. That's really your leverage. Because if Jared Stidham is your leverage, I like Tom Brady's leverage. But if you say, hey, I'm hearing sources close to me tell me they're going to trade for Cam Newton, that might be leverage New England. Or even Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton to me, granted, he's nowhere near the quarterback that Tom Brady is. But skill level-wise, at this age, Andy Dalton is still relatively young when you look at quarterbacks now. He could he could put up probably equal numbers. Now, he's not the same presence. I don't know if he's scaring the defense the same way, but if you're looking at somebody who you can hand the baton to and you don't lose that much, Andy Dalton might be a little bit of leverage for the New England Patriots. Maybe 
the Patriots go, hey, nobody's thinking. This is a team, and we found out that this was true because I told you I heard that they were interested in Baker Mayfield. And it turns out it was true. They were interested in trading up to get Baker Mayfield. Bill Belichick is not going to – he has no interest in opening up that scrapbook and say, boy, these are great memories. He wants to create even more. He wants another scrapbook. And that's why it feels like Belichick knows what he's doing from the standpoint of what Tom Brady's going to do. Like there's a threshold here. That's all it is, my opinion. Hey, what's it going to cost? What's he want? Okay. What can we surround him with? Now, they got to make some moves here. Do you make a trade for Stephon Diggs? Do you make a trade for Odell Beckham Jr.? If you're the New England Patriots, do you do one last roundup here and go, we still have a better-than-average defense here, and we have some skill position guys. If we complement those guys with two more players, now we got a team that you have to – now we can compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. Everything New England did this year was predicated on if they face the Ravens, or if they face the Chiefs. That's why they wanted Antonio Brown. They were trying to, you know, uh, Josh Gordon, they were trying to get those guys so if they got into a shootout that they could compete. And they couldn't even compete with the Titans. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the more I watched the Combine, and I was thinking, you know, the Patriots have drafted a quarterback about every other year during Tom Brady's era. Mm. You know, some of them are like Rohan Davey, and they're not big time, or Ryan Mallett, and it doesn't work out. But they've always drafted him in the first four or five rounds. The guy I would think, and this is based off nothing, Jalen Hurts. And it's based only off his interview skills. He, Whenever he interviewed after a game or talks, he's very unsatisfied. He appears unsatisfied at all times. And his demeanor to me, I would be shocked if they didn't take Jalen Hurts. Well, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and understandably so, because he got passed over in the championship game for Tua. And I think Alabama was leading at the time, and they replaced him with Tua. And then he lost his job. He goes to Oklahoma. He's the Heisman Trophy winner in the month of September and put up respectable numbers. Now he goes to the Combine, and people go, uh, hey, would you play another position? Yeah, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder when he gets to the NFL. Greg Olson, now with the Seahawks, will join us coming up next hour. Peter Schrager, NFL Network insider, will join us. We'll ask him, is he hearing the buzz about Tom Brady at the Combine? Matt in Arkansas joins us. Hi, Matt. What do you have for me today? Hey, Danny. Hey, First time, buddy. long time. Good. How you doing? All right. I got a super hot take uh-huh. on Tom Brady. If he leaves the Patriots, the easiest path to the AFC championship game is still the AFC East. Uh, without Brady, the Patriots stink. Jets stink. Dolphins stink. Tom Brady, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Oh, he's going to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Matt. I don't see that happening. But uh feels like the Bills like their quarterback. Yes, McLovin. I love that one. The Bills, that's – that's. I've heard every team over the last couple of weeks, the Bills, that's the first Bills. Well, you haven't heard every team. At least 20. Bengals decide they want Tom Brady instead of Joe Burrow. <laughs> you haven't right, heard that one That's one, one you have not heard. No, no. You haven't heard that one. But if we're looking at these scenarios where you go, I could see him going then going here uh, to the Giants. How silly was that? Well, then why wouldn't you see him going to Cleveland to basically do the same thing with a better roster than the Giants have? It's because we're we're this is wishful reporting is all this is. Yes, McLeod. Well, I would say Baker Mayfield's 
more established in a way than Daniel Jones. Oh, That's, really? Who had a better year last year? Well, still, but Baker showed us what he could do. I, I, I'm just saying who had a better year. This is year to year. That's amazing. I think you're totally right, but it's like Baker Mayfield feels like a star where Daniel Jones feels like a real incomplete product. And I, I know that people are looking at the Redskins saying, oh, they're not going to draft Tua or Joe Burrow. I, I just think Ron Rivera's been around this game long enough to know you got to do your due diligence here. And if Burrow and Tua are willing to come in, then you look at them and you say, what if something happens? You know, you just want to be prepared. And, and I, I applaud Rivera for just being prepared. Chase Young makes all the sense in the world. What if somebody is going to lose out on Tua and knocks on the Redskins' door? And then what is your plan B? You get three draft picks, three first-round picks? Then you might be willing to sacrifice Chase Young if it helps you get three players. And, I, you know, so R- Rivera's doing that. All right, the poll question, if you had a uh, week's, better week's pay that Tom Brady will play for the Patriots or any other team, that's the poll question. Yeah, McCoy. Right, 70% Patriots. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, that's where I would go. Um, I mentioned the Giants. Here's Joe Judge, who was a uh, special teams coach, I believe, or receivers coach in New England. He's now with the Giants, and this caught fire yesterday because we're desperate for any kind of news on uh, – who is his quarterback with the New York Giants? Every one of our players is going to come here with a blank slate and be able to compete from the ground up from day one. And I'm not going to establish any kind of status or hierarchy within the individual players or position groups by spending a month talking about individuals. That's important to me, and I want you guys to understand my reasons for that. I can't tell everyone that they've got an equal slate and they show up on April 7th and I've spent a month talking about a specific player. Okay, Everyone's going to have the same opportunity on a daily basis to compete. Our depth chart's on that board right there right now. No one's got a spot. All right, he's not going about not talking about specific players. That's just a philosophy. This is there's nothing here. He's just giving now that Belichick. I'm not going to say anything while I say something. Everybody's in danger. So you're saying Saquon Barkley has to earn his job? Is that what you're saying? We know that's not true. Yes. I love though that the coach he's very clear. Look, I'm not going to say I'm going to not going to talk about one specific player, all right? That's not what we're trying to do here. It's not about one specific player and the very the next question is so about this one specific player. <laughs> Can we talk about Daniel Jones here? So what about Daniel Jones? Yeah. No, I'm not talking about specific players. So what about Saquon Barkley? They're, they're not I mean it's a silly story here. It is. I I still go back to the Cowboys and I think Jerry Jones leaked it out, and maybe he said it to Michael Irvin. Maybe he didn't, but he was trying to, trying to create some leverage here with Dak Prescott. That's all that is. You know, Dak Prescott's your quarterback. I'd rather have Tua. I'd rather trade Dak and get draft picks and take Tua before I would take Tom Brady if I'm looking at building a team and i got a five-year window there. But I don't know if any of this silliness happens. Maybe the Raiders do because they, they pay a price that nobody else will. Maybe he looks at Mike Vrabel and likes what he sees in Tennessee because he got a chance to see it up close and personal. You re-sign Derrick Henry, and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like they're completely sold on Ryan Tannehill there with uh, the Titans. Other than that, it feels like it's going to be New England, unless there's a big surprise here, which I just don't think there will be. Brady's best chance at winning a Super Bowl is still with New England. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. If you'd like to get in touch, you can, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. We'll talk to Peter Schrager. He will join us uh, coming up. Also, 
Starting Monday, we have some really exciting stuff on our YouTube channel. You get a chance. Even you can go there now. There's a, a and, and you can find the show starting on Monday. You can go to the uh, YouTube channel. Not, not the whole show. The whole show? On Monday, the whole show will be on our YouTube channel, just like the TV show. Sorry, Fritz is not here. I know. It, it, and we've, we've changed it. There's a lot of great things there. And uh, believe it or not, the guy who's directing the show is the big German kid. I don't know if he's ever directed before. What? Yeah, but I didn't have anybody, and the big German kid is going to be directing the show. We got all the camera. We got more cameras. I put in five more cameras here. Can't do that. Yes, I did. I did. It was blowout the budget coverage of the Dan Patrick Show. Thank you, Todd. And uh, that'll be on YouTube on Monday. The radio show and the podcast does not change whatsoever. Nothing about that. Same mediocrity will be on display every single day from us. That's our promise to you. Yes, we guarantee that. Monday, that's when the uh, TV part of this, it changes. It will not be the same without the folks in Los Angeles who have done this every single day. And it'll be a, a really tough show tomorrow because we have to say goodbye to those folks who have gotten up for 10 years at 4 in the morning to come in and do this program. And uh, never, ever complained. They were, they've been wonderful, beautiful people. And uh, tomorrow will not be a fun day. It's a meet Friday, but it won't be a fun day because we'll have to say goodbye. Uh, so my thanks to all of them. But the YouTube channel, and then we'll let you know if we get a different TV partner, we'll let you know all of those things. The radio portion and podcast do not change. We are uh, excited to be affiliated with the premiere. They've been carrying our show uh, since we started. Yes, Paul. With uh, the new German director, will there be subtle German influences to the YouTube broadcast of the show? I'm not sure. Kraftwerk soundtrack? I'm Lederhosen. I don't mm. know. But uh, the big German kid is back there, and he's got a sidekick named Dylan. Have you oh. met this character, Dylan? Yeah. 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 Big smoker. Yeah. I don't know Dylan's last name. I think he just goes by Dylan. He he would get our breakfast. He went from breakfast to doing graphics on this program. The American Dream. That's, that's how quickly you're promoted here on the program. Yes, Seaton. The only thing Dylan has ever said to me is, uh, Dan, Seaton Hall screwed me on a parlay last night. <laughs> that was it. I was like, oh, sorry, man. Sorry to hear that. He's our gambling guy. Yeah. Losing gambling guy. Yeah, but he's a gambling guy. Yeah. I wonder if he would take your bet on Tom Brady to the Patriots. If he did, then I'm probably winning because that guy hasn't won a bet in about a year and a half. Of he, has, he doesn't even own a pair of socks. I know. <laughs> Could be eight degrees out and he doesn't have socks on. You're right. It's like, yeah. So that that's pretty much what we're doing here. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, Nobody does it better than no, us, no. No, we, uh, we do it with smoke and mirrors. A couple of Band-Aids, some tape, some yarn. And we keep this thing somehow rolling. Yeah, lots of laughs. Yeah. Fake laughs, too. <laughs>, <laughs> right on cue. Yes, Paul. We should be sponsored by Duct Tape. That should be that should be the new sponsor of the show. This show brought to you by Duct Tape. Somehow we keep it all together. A couple of NBA items. Uh, Steph Curry, not sure if he's coming back on Sunday. But uh, Steve Kerr talked about why Steph Curry is going to come back and play. He's only scrimmaged twice. And, um, in fact, I think he needs more. I think he needs to scrimmage some more before he's really ready to play. So um, we'll see how it all plays out. I think uh, yesterday's report, which was news to us, um, it's, it's not official. Nothing's official. Steph will play when he's ready. 
And, um, you know, that date has been something that's for sure on Steph's mind. And um, that's when he wants to play, but he'll play when when we all feel like he's ready to go. So I think he needs some more scrimmage time. We don't have much time to do that with all of our games. So we'll just see how it plays out. Yeah. I would spend more time getting Steph Curry ready to come back than I would for their next opponent, given how bad the Warriors are. Be like, you know what? Screw that game with the Lakers coming up here. We want to get Steph ready for whenever he wants to come back. LeBron, now it's going to be probably framed as, is this load management? After the big game against Zion where he puts up 40, now LeBron with a injured groin, load management. Well, you know, I, they got like out of their next 14 games, 11 are primetime games. And if LeBron tweaks something, I don't think this is a larger picture issue. You know, the 76ers, it's a larger picture here. Because you don't have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And the Sixers lost to the Cavaliers last night by 14. Sixers have lost seven consecutive road games. And they've done so by double digits. And this was a, I think this was an opportunity for the Sixers to look at Joel Embiid and the Sixers without Ben Simmons. And see, because at some point it feels like they're going to have to make a decision on these two. It feels like both are, are better when they're not playing with each other. That's not a good sign as you move forward. Al Horford's been a disappointment. Tobias Harris is getting paid a lot of money, and he's been a little better than average. I thought he was playing well in the first half of the season. Al Horford is a guy who plays center, and he's just out of place with his team. It's just it's, it's not a good mix here, and uh, I think there'll be some changes here. Maybe they get healthy. Maybe they're dangerous in the playoffs. Um, I think we're going to look back on the process and say the process didn't really work. And you can say, well, injuries. Man, it's all part of it. You know, that's part of the game, keeping guys healthy. And we knew Joel Embiid, he had injuries in college. Uh, ben Simmons, you know, I brought this up. I think he got hurt in the All-Star game, and nobody was reporting on that, that he hurt his back. So I don't know where they go with that. As they move forward, it feels like there'll be changes in Philadelphia. If you don't get to the conference title game, it feels like there's going to be changes there. Yeah, Paul. I don't think I have a big problem with what the Sixers did. You know, Embiid is really good and can be. Simmons is really good and can be. That trade where they gave up Tatum for Fultz, and now it got critiqued even in the moment. A lot of people in this room critiqued it, said that was a bad trade in the moment. And if they had Tatum on this team and those draft picks back, uh, that would change everything. Yeah, I was critical of it because I was told going into the draft that Tatum's the best player in the draft. And that was from Scott. Just imagine if they had him. And you had those draft picks, too. Yeah, McLeod. I mean, this home road split, you've got to point to the coach. I'm sorry. It's it's unavoidable. I, you can tell you what about the process of players, but Brett Brown's not working, right? I mean, you can't be this bad on the road. They're 27-2 and two at home. They're 9-21 and 21 on the road. They're on the verge of the worst differential between home and road records since the merger. Stat of the day, stat of the day, clap, clap, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, the Sacramento Kings in 1990, they went 1-40 and 40 away from home. <laughs> Who they? Who they I, don't, I don't know. They they probably beat a decent team, but they went one and forty away from home. 
That's hard to do because you'll run into teams that are mailing it in back to backs. They went one in 40. Watch, they probably beat, you know, Portland or the Lakers back then. Yeah, McClellan. Remember back in the day, their home court advantage with that little. That little oh, building yeah. they had with the noise oh, came straight would, down. They would drive Phil Jackson crazy. But they had a fun team back then. You had uh, Peja and Bibby and Lottie Diva, C. Webb. They had some good teams. They had a window where, well, you saw the Lakers in there, and Portland was good, too. There was that game with the t- – I know you're going to bring up Tim Donnie, but, man, they got screwed in one game big time. All right, uh, your phone call's coming up. I got uh, Brady fans, Patriot fans. They want to uh, give me their thoughts on all this. We'll check in with Peter Schrager, NFL Network's insider, friend of the show. He'll join us from the Combine. We'll uh, ask him if he's heard the buzz about Tom Brady. 21 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Everyone knows that finding qualified candidates when you're hiring is a very difficult job. But I'll tell you right now, ZipRecruiter makes it a lot easier. Let's talk about Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a new game artist to grow her education tech company. But then she switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. And you too can sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. With results like that, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter is definitely the smartest way to hire. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. Again, if you want to hire smart, qualified people, you have to go to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. Go to RockAuto.com and rock on. You'll love these people. If you're looking for car parts for your car or truck, RockAuto.com. Founded by automotive engineers in 1999, two goals in mind. First, to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, just make these parts affordable. They offer reliably low prices, RockAuto.com. Choose the part brands, prices, features you want anytime, 24-7. They're there for you, and don't believe it when somebody says, oh, those are dealer only or no longer available. You don't waste time or money hunting for the parts, phoning, driving, driving, waiting in line, and uh, you can get it delivered to your home or office. Write Dan Patrick in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. We'll talk to Peter Schrager, one of the stars of NFL Network's Good morning, football. He'll join us coming up here in a moment. We got our poll question, McLovin, and uh, you want to update the poll results. Uh, Where's Tom Brady going next year? Patriots are the field. 71% say the Pats. All right. Is uh, Peter Schrager there with us? He's uh, going to join us momentarily. Uh, He's at the NFL Combine. We'll find out if there's some buzz there. We found out the Sacramento Kings beat uh, Washington. That was the one road game they won back in – what was that, 1990? They went 1-40 in 40 on the road. Yeah, Paul. 
you're hoping it'd be like a real top team, you know, like they, like you said, they took down the defending yeah. NBA champs, not the Bullets. Yeah. Who, that who should is, barely count. Who is on that 1990 Washington team? I have no memory of the Wizards for about a 20-year span. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. Like, there's certain teams that my mind goes blank when you go, oh, you remember that team? And I go, no. Yeah, boy. It's not like the Calvert Cheney days of the Washington Bullets, is it? Could I, be. I, I may be a little early. Rex Chapman, sexy Rexy on that team. Okay, I got it. Okay. The 19, oh man, 1991, 92 Washington Bullets. If anyone can get two players, I'll buy them lunch. There's some names on here. Okay. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. Rex Chapman is one. Okay. Purvis Ellison, Harvey Grant, Michael Adams, Larry Stewart, Tom Hammonds, David Wingate, Liddell Eccles. Ooh. Dang, this is, you would be watching this team nightly. Yes, I would. I did. I I remember doing SportsCenter. Liddell, I like Liddell Eccles. All right, let me get to uh, Peter Schrager. Peter uh, Peter Schrager, let me get the formal introduction. You can see Peter on NFL Network's 2020 NFL Scouting Combine coverage. Kicks off today at four Eastern quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. Just going to let you know that uh, I don't know if the buzz of what's going on here has gotten to the buzz going on there in Indianapolis. But um, tell me what the buzz is there first, and then I'll tell you what's going on in this studio. Yeah, it's interesting. So there's all these quarterbacks that might be on the move. So, Dan, the buzz, then I get these texts in the last hour that are blowing up my phone about a bet that was made between Jeff Darlington. (laughs) And I got, I mean, it's the only thing anyone's talking about. I just saw four NFL coaches hold together and they're talking about the bet. So that's what's going on here in Indianapolis. Have you had got a uh, a report from Jeff Darlington, a comment from Jeff Darlington from ESPN? Because he, Paulie has bet Jeff Darlington that Brady is going to stay with New England. $1,000. Honestly, the, the, in a complete seriousness, it is the biggest topic of this coming. The CBA talk's going on. We've got Burrow and Tua. And all anyone is talking about is, is Brady. And good for Jeff to go on the record and say something. Like he said, because I'll tell you, I came into this week thinking there's no chance. I was with Paul on this one saying there's absolutely no chance when it's all said and done that Brady is going to be anywhere else because of the way that Robert Kraft and Tom Brady have lived their lives the last 20 years in a symbiotic fashion. And this is almost like a father-son deal. I am telling you, I've talked to everyone, and everyone is here. I'm leaving Indianapolis on Sunday, and I'm going to tell you, I do not know if Tom Brady is coming back to New England. It, the feeling and the vibe here is that if it was such a slam dunk, why is it not a slam dunk already? Why is it like why is it twisting in the wind? And teams are starting to say, hey, look, it might not be us, but if that team, Team X, does sign Brady, well, then that leaves that quarterback that we might be interested in open, and that door might open here because here's the domino effect. If the Titans are the team that Tom Brady's talking with and Vrabel and him have such a great relationship and suddenly he's a Tennessee Titan, well, then we'll know that Ryan Tannehill's no longer a quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. And if Ryan Tannehill's no longer a quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, he might be with another team, which means another quarterback, whether it be Bridgewater or whether it be Rivers, might be on the move somewhere else. So Brady is the first domino to drop it. The fact that we got here, that we are in Indianapolis, and it's not a wink and a nod like he's going back to New England – it is It is real. It is real, and we are entering a brave new world for the NFL. Where would you place Brady if you could? If you were the commissioner, where would be the best place for Brady? 
If I was the commissioner, if I'm Goodell saying, okay, I need to get something going and kickstart a franchise, I'm sending him right to L.A. and I'm putting him with Anthony Lynn and saying, I don't know if you guys know each other, but the Chargers, <laughs> we, we need some buzz right now because with Rivers gone and we're opening a new stadium with the Rams and we're going to be tenants, it sure helps us to have Tom Brady on the billboards rather than Tyrod Taylor. I just don't see if that's necessarily happening. That's my problem with this Brady stuff. Everyone I'm talking to is saying that he might be on the move, but no one is courageous enough to put it to a team. So whereas the Tennessee thing might make sense on paper, and you're like, all right, John Robinson, the GM of the Titans, was with New England when they had Brady, and they brought him in the building, and Vrabel, and they've got Malcolm Butler and Deion Lewis, and there's all these connections to the New England Patriots. I, I can't tell you on the record or on your show that I have heard anyone from Tennessee who I know very well, that whole organization – or anyone from the Brady camp say, yep, that's right, that's it, go that way. So Tennessee seems like a logical place, but I've seen Peyton Manning be linked to the Miami Dolphins for an entire offseason and end up as a Denver Broncos. Yeah. So I will not put my name on anything yet as this thing is just unfolding. One note, Don Yee, who is the longtime agent of Tom Brady, all the agents were here. As of yesterday, I hadn't seen Don here, so I don't even know if he's on the ground talking to these teams or – you know, whatever legal, you can't do it because of tampering, but at least having a, a, a cocktail with some of these teams. I haven't seen Don yet, so I don't know if those conversations are even being had. Yeah, if I'm Brady's agent, I'm not going to the combine. If it, if I want to talk to a team, I just call them. I, I don't want to do something where somebody goes, hey, I saw – it's like when Brady was there with Mark Davis in Vegas and everybody went, oh, my God, they're gonna the Raiders are going to sign Tom Brady. I, you just don't want that guilt by association of somebody reading something into it. And, and I, I agree with you. It feels like if New England was going to get something done, get something done before free agency, unless they really want to roll the dice and say, let's see who's really interested in what they'll pay you, or does Belichick actually have plan B already in place in his mind? Yeah, and is that plan with fire? Like, that's the whole thing, because if it was Garoppolo or even Brissett sitting there waiting, I'd say, okay, well, I get it. Or if he had a free agent quarterback with some history that he's had with him, like, he's never worked with Bridgewater. He's never worked with Dalton. He's never worked with these guys. So to say that, oh, well, you know, there's a backup plan, and let's see, let's let Tom Brady test the market. It, there's Garoppolo has not been in training. He's no longer there right now. So it's Jared Stidham, and with one year in the system, and Stidham played against the Jets, I think, for a hot minute threw a pick six, and they put Brady right back in that game. I'm not I'm not so necessarily sure that's the wisest move. And yet, the Patriots, this could just be a rebuild if he goes somewhere else because McCourty's a free agent, Matt Slater's a free agent, Kyle Van Noy's a free agent, Edelman's not getting any younger. Maybe this is how it ends. It never ends pretty. Very rarely do you get the Strahan, Elway, Jerome Bettis go out on top thing. But, gosh, would it be weird if Tom Brady's last game as a Patriot was a loss to the Ryan Tannehill-led Titans in Foxborough. And an interception pick six. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It doesn't feel right. It didn't feel like that was it. But who knows? This is what a great offseason this is. And I say great because it's great for me and you. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's great for everyone else, but there is real intrigue. And it's not, hey, where's Melvin Gordon going to sign? And no offense to Melvin Gordon, but it's not some running back. It's not Le'Veon Bell. This is maybe the greatest player we've ever seen. And there's actual intrigue and there's actual confusion as to where he's going to be playing in a month. Peter Schrager, NFL Network host. Uh, you can see Peter on the NFL Network's 2020 NFL Scouting Combine coverage. Kicks off today at 4 Eastern. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. What do you think the Carolina Panthers' game plan is? I just talked to Matt Rule for about 20 minutes on air, and then I was with him long after that chat. And, and 
I honestly think he's being completely transparent and saying, let's look, see how these injuries things play out. But gosh, it's Cam Newton. It's one year, $20 million. Like I, I think they want to see as far as and as long as they can go and get a status on his, on his health. But I don't think they're rushing to trade Cam Newton or get rid of Cam Newton or draft even a replacement for Cam Newton just yet. They've got the sixth overall or seventh overall pick. I think they're sitting pretty if they wanted the third quarterback in this draft, which is either Jordan Love or Justin Herbert most likely. But I don't see them going that route. They might bring in another player to challenge Cam Newton. But for one year, $20 million, the money makes sense to say, hey, let's at least see this. When some of these guys are making $35, $36 million who went healthy aren't the same caliber players. So my read on this thing, yeah, they're in a bit of a rebuild and Keekley's gone and it's a new coach and Joe Brady's a new offensive coordinator. But I would think they at least want to kick the tires and see what version of Cam they're getting before they make a grave mistake and trade him and see him be the Cam Newton of old somewhere else. Which team do you think goes up hard to get a quarterback? It, it, it feels like if Joe Burrow goes to the Bengals, the, the Redskins are there with Chase Young, do you have to go up to three to get the quarterback you want, or do you have to go up higher? I don't know. Matt Patricia came out um, earlier this morning and said that all the Stafford rumors are comical, really said that the report didn't come from uh, a verified, you know, a good journalist in our world, so I wouldn't trust it. Like, so that was basically my, his way of saying Stafford's our guy, and I don't think you put that stuff on the record only to have egg on your face later. At no point did last year did Kingsbury come out and say, I love Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen's my guy. <laughs> like, uh, there was a lot there to, to read between the lines and say, okay, he's going to give this thing a world, but Kyler's probably going to be the number one overall pick to the Cardinals. So I think the Lions are set at quarterback. The Giants, from what I mean, I know that Joe Judge has said he's not saying Daniel Jones's name because he wants everyone to have a clean slate and meet with the team. Oh, no, that's nonsense, Peter. I, I, it was it was something. It was to, it was to Daniel Jeremiah and I were on set. We bring Joe Judge on, and Joe is great. He said that, and it's like <laughs> – uh, I don't know how how would you receive that as a player, or how would you receive that? He didn't say Saquon Barkley's name, so he was like, "I just want all these guys to be on the same equal footing when I meet them all at the same time, or whatever." So they're set at quarterback. Daniel Jones will be the quarterback. Dave Gettleman's not drafting another quarterback, which goes to Miami, who at five, I would think Tua makes a lot of sense. Like I don't, I I I think if they sit pretty at five. It makes sense, but it also means someone can come up at three and four, and that's where it gets real interesting. Well, I think that's okay. going to happen. I, I don't think you get two at five. Yeah. It I, reminds me of a couple of years ago, Trubisky. I knew the Bears were in on Trubisky, and they, they, they had been quiet about it, but it was starting to leak out. And then the 49ers, the day of the draft, were like, oh, we like Trubisky too. And the 49ers, they didn't pull the <laughs> rope-a-dope or anything, but they basically said, we're going to take this guy unless you give us a pick. And, they got a draft pick out of it, and the Bears jumped them and took Trubisky. That's what maybe the Redskins should be doing right here. And Ron Rivera said they're going to meet with Burrow and Tua, which isn't exactly you know crazy news when you have the number of overall, two overall pick. But it wouldn't hurt them to maybe stroke that fire a little bit and see what they can get if a team says, oh, gosh, we want Tua. And if we got to get Tua, we got to go all the way up to number two. Let's talk to the Redskins and let's see what we can do. And I, I do like Dwayne Haskins. I, you know, I wasn't sold on him. I don't like these one-year guys. But Haskins, I think the last month of the season, giving some trying times, performed pretty well. And if I'm – I don't know if Ron Rivera wants a veteran in there. Um, he'll have some backups there. But I, if I'm Washington, I, I still need to see a little bit more from Dwayne Haskins before I move on. I agree. I agree. And I think what happens with all this is, you know, Dwayne Haskins is working in the building – 
They're going to trot Tua through that building. They're going to trot Joe Burrow through that building. They're going to be visits. How does Dwayne Haskins respond to that? So for Ron Rivera, here we are. We're openly courting or at least meeting with these other quarterback prospects. As much as I want to get to know them, I think part of this is Ron wants to see how Dwayne Haskins, who last year was not ready to be a starting quarterback the first half of the season, as much as they wanted to go to him, he had not mastered the playbook, and it just wasn't time yet for him. I want to. I think I'm, I'm curious to know if Ron Rivera's strategy is let's openly give an adverse uh, situation for this kid and see how he responds. And by the time the draft comes, we'll know if he handled this well and took it in stride and said, "Great, bring it on. I'm ready to go. I'm your guy, and I'm going to take leadership of this team in my first off season as a Redskin." Well, then we learned a lot from him. But if Dwayne Haskins is unhappy with the fact they're talking to Tua and Burrow, if he's causing problems, he's not motivated by that. That also tells you something too. When you see Jeff Darlington. Tell him we want a piece of him. Jeff is one of these guys. Jeff's like a cool guy. Jeff is out late. He's socializing. He's with like like the Mike Silvers. Late. Jeff's got a whole different <laughs> deal at the Combine. I'm a student of the game. I'm watching all 22 film. I'm just breaking down tape. Now, I will see Jeff, I'm sure, tonight, and I will say hello. Oh, no, no. I need you to go. You've got to go find him right now. He's He's got to answer this in the next half hour. He's got to answer Paulie's uh, you know, claim here, his charge. Thousand bucks, Jeff Darlington. I'll find him. I'll tell you if he's in on it. All right. Thank you. Do you want a piece of that bet? No, no. I stay far away. That's it. I okay. want nothing to do with that. Okay. All right. I'm, too, ch- I'm too cheap. I'm too cheap, dude. <laughs> yeah. I want nothing. nothing. Well, plus you're on the NFL Network, and you probably can't bet on the NFL Network. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bailed you out. Thank you, Peter. You're the man. Thank you. Peter Schrager, NFL Network host. Their combine coverage starts at 4 Eastern. Quarterbacks wide receivers. Take a break. Your phone calls are next here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Are still trying to track down Jeff Darlington, ESPN, who uh, came out with a uh, Brady buzz earlier this morning. I'm now at the point where I'd be stunned if Tom Brady went back to New England, and somehow Paulie was uh, figured that why not bet Jeff Darlington that Brady goes back to New England? Spice it up. Yeah, so bet him a thousand dollars. We're waiting to uh, hear from uh, Jeff Darlington of the Mothership. He might have other things that he's. Uh, concerned about doing. David in Boston joins us. Hi, David. What do you have for me today? Hi, Dan. I hope you're well and the Danettes are well as well. Thank you. Um, I think that uh, Tom Brady, what we're dealing with right here is more about legacy than productivity because I take LeBron James and when he was the decision period, 
that was all about productivity. You were going to win some championships. Right now, you're looking at just his legacy opposed to the productivity because any place that you plug him in, except for the Patriots, I think, uh, you're not going to get any type of uh, result ending in a Super Bowl. And I'll end with, with Paulie. I've got so much confidence that uh, when I call back in, I'll give uh, Mario my information. I'll take 10% of his payout if, in fact, Brady goes elsewhere. You gentlemen have a phenomenal day. All right. Well, thank you, David. David's not putting up any money, but he wants 10% of your earnings from Jeff Darling. That's a real smart better. Yeah. He's going to benefit from my bet. Yeah, well done there. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, during the live look-in, if you're watching on Audience Channel 239, DirecTV, or BR Live, we showed a piece of um, TV or movie-making memorabilia, and it was uh, John Belushi's sweatshirt in Animal House that just says college on it. Apparently, uh, John Belushi's brother, Jim Belushi, was going to Southern Illinois. And while John visited his brother, Jim, he went into a, a store that made T-shirts. And John Belushi asked for a sweatshirt that just said college on it. And that sweatshirt ended up in Animal House. That's what Belushi wore in Animal House. So his first film, he wears the sweatshirt, the iconic sweatshirt that says college on it. I don't know where that sweatshirt is. But that'd be worth a little bit. That'd be something nice to have in the man cave, Paulie. Yeah, believe me, a lot of people want it. There's, again, there's a place down at SIU, Southern Illinois University, called Gusto's. And it's a longtime T-shirt shop. And the guy who owned it died just the other day. But in the window there, there's a big picture of John Belushi. And then there's this sweatshirt that says college. And we always asked the guy, Van Anderson, who owned it, is, is that the one Belushi wore? He goes, yep, that's it. But I couldn't tell if he was just having fun with it or it was a good novelty act. But it's in the window there still. Yeah, who would know? What would you give up for the John Belushi college sweatshirt? Fritzy. Wow. Yeah. It's a good trade. What does yeah. that equal in money? Um, you know, some things aren't about money. I think this is just a nice addition. And I could frame it and just put it over Fritzy's chair. But if you knew it was the real one, the one Belushi wore, that, that's worth a lot. I give up the Ryan Leaf Colts jersey that he was going to get if the Colts drafted him instead of Peyton Manning. Wow. Yeah. Belushi, Belushi sweatshirt's pretty valuable. It's, you know, it's it's iconic. You got a smile on your face when you see that. Right? I, I can't think of many things I'd want more. If you took away sports memorabilia and just did film memorabilia. Oh, there's a lot of other things. Like sports memorabilia. I mean, there's so many movies that have something that's iconic in it. Like Indiana Jones's hat. Or the whip. Or the whip, yeah. I mean, you could go there. Star Wars with all that stuff. I mean, there are way too many movies that have too many items that would be far more valuable than John Belushi's sweatshirt. To you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to me. Can you think of another one? Like, like the most valuable piece of movie memorabilia is what? How about the sled from uh, Rosebud from Citizen Kane? Yeah. That might be the that probably is the most valuable. All right. What about those pedals? What about the uh, BB gun from uh, Christmas Story? Oh, Red, Red Rider, Rider BB. Yeah. yeah, Red Rider BB gun. Compass in a stock. Yeah. <laughs> How about um, Rodney Dangerfield's golf bag from Caddyshack? Pretty good. That's, that's my mentality. Pretty, Pretty good. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think. Oh, we're missing so many of them. I'm sure this audience, smart as it is, will be like, oh, what about this? Um, Man, that's good. Yeah, like the bike from E.T. or something like that. What about E.T.? 
Mm. Yeah, the, the cops, the whole thing. Eat, eat food, home. I'll be right here. <laughs> I love that movie. That impression crushed back in back the day. To, yeah. Like 82? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, go go to parties. Out. I'd go to parties and I would just say, eat, 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 eat food, <laughs> home, 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 home. We just had my son watch that sometime in the last year and he was like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> 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 he was so mad at us. Why did you have me watch this movie? My favorite scene is when Drew Barrymore opens up the closet <laughs> yeah. and then she screams and then he T screams. I love that. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, we have a list that I could save of the most expensive movie memorabilia ever. Oh, awesome. Hey, and we got another hour. That's called a tease. Also coming up next hour, he plays for uh, my Seattle Seahawks. Greg Olson will join us. What's he make of what's going on in Carolina? Have that for you coming up. More phone calls as well. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 